Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien. On this episode, we discuss a film celebrating its 20th anniversary, The Mummy. For those of you who are new to the podcast, The Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. There's something out there, something underneath that sand. They came to uncover its secrets. Oh, my God. I think this may be the Book of the Dead. What they did... You must not read from the book! ...was unleash a force... Go! ...unlike any the world has ever known. The Mummy. PG-13 starts May 7th. Dude, I'm super pumped to have you back on the pod. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I thought you were dead for a little while. We were all concerned you died in uh, some... I don't know, some hostel in uh, Portugal. Where were you? I was in Airbnb. Airbnb. Definitely don't use hostels anymore. Okay. Um, I was, let's see, when I got sick, I was in Rome. Are you sure? Am I sure I was in Rome? Yeah. Yes. Only because that was one of two destinations that I had in Italy. And I know I was not sick in Florence. Okay. Just because I know there was some nonsensical ravings, if you will, from the fever. Where someone, the, where someone yeah. may have made the proclamation that Hackers is the best movie of all time. <laughs> yes, I do. I had to actually go back and look at that after uh, there was a conversation about that. I, I legitimately don't remember really saying that. I do remember watching Hackers, but I, the first day that I got <laughs> sick was rough, man. I was like, I was like freezing cold, but sweating, and I couldn't get warm. Thought I was going to die, and so I ended up just doing like nothing, sitting in an Airbnb in Rome for a couple of days. And then somehow it turned into Hackers is the best movie of all time. Then the second sentence was, fight me. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember seeing fight me. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah. No, it doesn't sound like anything you would say, actually. <laughs> all uh, right, well. All right, well, how was the trip in general? Good? The trip was great. The The first week was in Lisbon. It was my first time going to Lisbon. I didn't have like crazy high expectations just because, I don't know, I just, I haven't heard like anything wild about people having been there or it being like a super popular destination, but, but it was awesome. People are crazy friendly. The food is really, really good and super cheap. Um, it's like a very beautiful city. So that was a good time. And then and then I went to Florence. That was cool. Very touristy, but uh, but awesome. Um, lots of good food as well. Definitely not as cheap. Uh, and then the last uh, bit of the trip was in Rome, which is where I got sick. All right. And how many times were you offered cocaine? I was offered, I went, let's see. I was offered cocaine a total of six times um, over a five-day streak. And how many? All in Portugal. How many times did you partake in cocaine? That's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> I mean, that could have had to do with something, you know, that could have been a contributing factor to the fever, bro. No, I mean, that might have, like, killed whatever virus I had in me. It might have. Yeah. It might have. The best part of being offered cocaine there, and I, I don't know, this, this like, the, the reason that it was amusing to me is I felt like it was a reflection on me somehow. But seeing the guy's face, like, light up as they saw me and then would, like, run over and do the, like, the, like, low hand turn palming a little like a couple of grams of just like hey you want some coke but like they, the look on their face was like p- 
pure joy of like they found somebody and they're gonna make a sale is it and every time is it because you're I american just, i i maybe is i don't know if it's a tourist i don't know if it's because i look like a guy who does coke uh or some combination uh, i don't know what a guy who does coke looks like um i I should take it back. Like probably, I've seen enough movies from the '80s to know what guys who do coke look like. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was amusing to me. All right, all right. Well, I'm glad you made it back. Okay, I know it was a little touch and go. Everybody was a little worried about you. Um, yeah. So we're glad to have you back in the in the states. For sure, glad to be back. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're not sick anymore. I know a couple of days ago you were still sounded like you were a little sick, but you're good now. You're not. You don't have some like bubonic plague or anything like that right you're not infecting th- all these other people you don't have the measles i don't think so no i don't have the measles right. um i'm good yeah i i went pretty quickly through to get back up to like 90 percent, and then i got to 95 percent, like better and then it took a while to get from like 95 to 99 100 all right seen any movies lately no i haven't been in the movies in a really long time mm. um i was gonna try and go this morning to see one of the few that are on our list that we're going to chat about later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just had a bunch of stuff to do, and I literally just got home like 15 minutes ago. Man, and then you got like weddings and shit tomorrow. And then I got to go to a wedding in Napa tomorrow, and it is hot AF here. I mean, but so Napa. it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be hot in Napa. It's not bad. I mean, it's going to be hot. It's going to be I mean, hot. It'll, be, it'll be pretty. It should be, it should be nice, but <laughs> it's going to be hot. All right, cool, man. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing to to talk to you about that I haven't already talked to you about. Right. My life is boring. My life is nothing right now but assembling baby stuff, going to baby appointments, and talking about babies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your life is pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Nicolette is a little busy producing life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and now she's uh, she's officially off work. So oh, really? For four months. Let's see how this goes. Damn. <laughs> full vacation right i mean i've said that to her and she doesn't she she takes it looks like a little bit of offense to that she's like i'm fucking <laughs> giving birth to a child it's not a vacation i'm like yeah well you know hey, yeah, you're, mean, you're not working potato potato yeah no i'm excited for her though it'll be good for yeah. her to get some time off um comic con big news apparently it, i mean it's coming together man you guys are all going to be here yeah, it sounds like the majority of the crew is going to be there. Yeah. Um, with the exception of potentially Tyler, which I'm pretty bummed about. Well, and Greg. Greg might not be there either. Oh, Greg's not coming either? He's still working through some stuff. I'm not sure. So, okay. But, uh, I thought he was coming. Sounds like it'll be, you know, Bobby Leonard, which is going to make the rare <laughs> West Coast appearance. I don't know if the West Coast is ready for this guy. I feel like Bobby is a really good hugger. I'm looking forward to, like, a Bobby Leonard hug. I mean, Bob, Bobby's, like... Six three six four, I think, like two forty. So he's just gonna he's gonna pick you up in his arms like a fucking little bear. Here's the th- yeah, you're a good I, hugger. The rumor I, is Damien's a good hugger. I've heard that before, yeah. which is surprising because I'm a little dude. Which Accurate. segues into my next point, which is <laughs> I'm like ninety eight percent positive that the first thing Bobby's gonna say to me is, "Wow, you're so much smaller than I thought." I thought it was gonna be, "Do you want some cocaine?" Oh, I don't know that Bobby's like in this whole school thing. Yeah. I don't know. Rob is not doing cocaine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> none of none of the crew, except for you, maybe now does cocaine. I mean, he might have some confiscated cocaine. You think? I mean, for sure, he's know. gonna have bring some vape. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> We're all gonna be vaping um, in the jewel? bathroom. Probably, he for sure has a jewel. Uh, gotta be. He's gotta be. Yeah. So it's gonna be me, you, Beth, Gerald, Bobby. I mean, we got to do a pod. 
Yeah, I'm in. We got to do the five-person pod. You can't not... How is how do you think a five person pod live with with Rob is gonna go, and then how many hours do you think it's gonna be? Because there's a real chance it's gonna be end of the day. We're gonna have been at fucking Comic Con all day. Who knows how long that's gonna be? I'm probably gonna be some level of like either really jacked or really annoyed, mm. and then everybody's just gonna fall in line after that. There's gonna have been some alcohol at some point or maybe during. Like how long do you think that pod's gonna go? A re- I don't yeah I don't know a long time like like a, a a standard Bobby Leonard hanging out in his basement pod is like no ninety minutes one hundred twenty minutes yeah I mean we when it's just he and I it's two hours plus and I edit yeah. you know we edit a lot of that out right uh, even the ones like the pop culture ones with Beth and I and Rob um, we stay on after we stop recording for like another like twenty twenty five minutes bullshitting. Yeah, I know. That's when I, I got a I got a call from you guys recently. Shirtless call. Yeah, well, I was working out. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. It doesn't mean you have to be shirtless. I mean, it's hot. I got no pants on right now. Well, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to bring that up, but <laughs> I'm sitting in a fucking closet. <laughs> Whoa, you mean the studio? I mean, it's a, uh, it's kind of a studio now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, got some, it's like... got soundproofing behind me. Yeah, yeah. All right, you want to talk about this fucking movie? Let's do it. All right. So The Mummy came out in 1999. How old were you in 99? Uh, 84, however old that makes me. 84. So you were you were uh, April of 84. So you would have been 15 when this movie came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Man, this, this movie is made for 15-year-old Damien. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I saw this movie. In the theater, for sure. At, at 15 years old, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Everybody saw this movie in the theater. We're going to fucking get to how much money it made, and it'll show that all of us saw this movie <laughs> in the theater. All right, so 1999, synopsis. An archaeological dig in the ancient city of Hamanatra. Hamanatra? Is it Hamanatra yep. or Hamanatra? I mean, it's a, it's, a, a myth, it's a fake city, so it doesn't really matter. There's a P in there, okay. I think. Hamanatra. An American serving in the French Foreign Legion accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for his reincarnation of his long-lost love. Two things. One, that's a really wordy synopsis. Mm-hmm. Two, did you understand he was in the French Foreign Legion? Nope. I was just going to ask who that was. That's Rick O'Connell. Yeah, I didn't didn't pick up on that. I, I thought he was out there as like a fucking mercenary. Yeah, I thought he was just like out there like bamboozling people. Yeah, I mean, I, that's going to be a question a little later. But at no point is there any other white people... <laughs> No Europeans in this movie hmm. besides the fucking America, like the group of dudes who are like yeah, stereotypical yeah. Americans. Yep. I had no idea he's in the French Foreign Legion. I think I think IMDB may you know may have fucked me on this uh synopsis. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Okay, so director Steven Summers. Are you familiar with anything else Steven Summers has done? Nope. Okay. So he did obviously the Mummy, Mummy Returns, and and the Scorpion King. Ugh. Mm, yeah. <laughs> He also did something that I guarantee is on both of our guilty pleasures, Van Helsing. Yeah. That's pretty high on the guilty pleasures list. <laughs> it's, it's pretty high. It's in the top five probably. Yeah, yeah. He also did a movie, which is one of my personal favorites from when I was a kid, Tom and Huck. I don't think I ever saw Tom oh, and Oh, man. Uh, fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And oh, then the man. kid the kid who died that was in The, uh, the Client. What the hell is that kid's name? I don't know. Yeah, but it's about, you know. Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn, bro. JTT? JTT. Man. Yeah, yeah, like mid-90s, like 93 maybe. 
So oh, yeah, if JTT's in it for sure. Yeah, yeah. 58% critics Rotten Tomatoes, 75% audience. Hmm. That feels... I will, we'll, obviously, we'll talk about it in underrated, Detail. overrated, properly yeah. rated, but it feels feels right. Yeah. All I'm right. not shocked by that. All right, so this is... I guess it's a part of... I don't know if you consider it a trilogy or a four-part movie, because if you consider Scorpion King part of this mummy story arc, which I don't, then it would be a four-part movie. If not, it would yeah. be a trilogy. Obviously, Mummy, Mummy Returns, and The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah. Which is... Fun fact, one of only three movies I've ever walked out of. Ooh. Yeah. Because that movie is terrible. <laughs> That's special. <laughs> That's a special type of shit. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that? Did you see the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor with Jet no. Li as the fucking mummy? Definitely not. Man, no Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss is not in the movie anymore. She was replaced yeah. by Maria Bello. Hmm, I don't know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> All right. $80 million budget. $415 million gross. God damn. Yeah. The mummy is going strong, man. That that shit is crazy. $415 million? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It spawned rides at Universal Studio theme parks. It did? Yeah. What, I uh, mean, it's the mummy roller coaster. I didn't know there was a mummy roller coaster. Well, you and I didn't go on it when we just recently went because we didn't go to the lower lot in, in uh, Hollywood. But it is where E.T. used to be. Okay. It's All that right. same building. Got it. So the role of Rick O'Connell originally was offered to a number of different actors. Would you like to know which actors those were? I would. Tom Cruise, who then later starred in the remake of The Mummy, the one that recently came out that is absolute garbage. Hmm. Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. Would any of these people be better in this movie than, than Brendan Fraser? I don't think so. I don't think so either because they write this character where he's supposed to be like not take himself too seriously, you know, where he's supposed to be really, really tongue in cheek. Yeah. And I don't think any of these other guys do it that well. Uh, yeah. I don't, for the character, I don't think, I don't think anybody else works. I mean, yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt is not playing Rick O'Connell. Definitely not. All right. So do you like any of the sequels to this movie? Again, so you have The Mummy Returns. If you want to consider the Scorpion King a sequel, which I don't yeah. even know if you've seen, I didn't even ask you that. Yeah, yeah, I have seen the Scorpion King. And I, saw, I saw the first three. Okay, so no, no uh, Emperor of the Dragon, blah blah blah. No, that shit. Okay, no, so Mummy pass. Returns or Scorpion King? Did you like better than this movie, or do you like at all? I definitely didn't like better than. Um, <laughs> okay, for sure. Uh, the the second one was like. You know, a little bit more of the same, and yep. so so like I'm okay with. It. I thought it was a good movie. Like I'm, yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, uh, but but that's like where it ends for me. I feel like yeah, the second one was like the introduction to The Rock as like an yeah. actor, right? It was oh, this is the guy who's in the WWF. Oh, now he's gonna be this Scorpion guy in the Mummy, which is a big ass movie, and then they're gonna have some of the worst special effects I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was fine with it. I was excited. I think it came out like 2000. I think it came out like 2001, 2002. I was excited at 21 to be like, go see the fucking sequel of The Mummy. Yeah. It's not very good, but no. But I'll watch it. Right. Now, you want to get into the categories? Let's do it. All right. Most watchable scene. You got to follow me here because some, some of the descriptions might not be great. Okay. Uh, right. So Rick O'Connell in Hamanatra, Hamanaptra, excuse me. Uh, so that's when he, when you first see him, apparently he's in the French Foreign Legion. 
Um, and right from that scene, you kind of see like what this movie is going to be about, like how it's, what kind of movie it is, I guess. And it's, how bad does this movie want to be Indiana Jones? There's definitely some of that going on. I mean, it, it's, I think it's the most like, the mo- the most recent movie that's like, you know what we want to be? We want to be the new modern version of Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's not. They're, no, it's definitely not. And they're, they they were, you know, they had no control over this, but it, they did this at a weird point in time with, like, movie making where the CGI was, like, you know, they, they thought that they were, like, wow, we're, like, at a new level, but it's so bad. So, but, okay, so you at 15, did you not watch this movie and go, holy shit, this movie looks awesome and the special effects are amazing? I remember being like, oh, like I was good with it until the very end, and you see <laughs> when he you get, see when he gets yeah. taken away by like the the ghost wagon. Yeah. Oh <laughs> fuck! It's so bad. So I forgot about that part as a whole. So we're watching it uh, today. Actually, I rewatched it today, and Nicolette and I are sitting there, and I just looked at her and I was laughing, and I was like, "This fucking movie is terrible." <laughs> Yeah. So that's okay. Let me finish. So, so one of the other yeah. questions I have within the scene, right, that I want to ask you is why is a white man in charge of an Egyptian army? But I guess mm. from the synopsis, it's not an Egyptian army. It's the French French Foreign Legion, which I had no idea. Yeah, didn't pick up on that. Is this movie? So this movie comes out in 2019, right? Say it comes out now. Are you into this movie? Are you going to see it? Do you have the same like excitement for it, or is it pure? Because it was in 1999, nostalgia, you remember it being awesome. Like, are you going to see the previews to this and be like, yeah, I want to see that? Because I can tell you I 100% would see the previews and go, this movie looks fucking terrible. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say because if it happened in 2019, the production value would be a lot higher. I will say that, you know, knowing that it's difficult to imagine what the movie would look like this many years later... There's something very cool about, like, um, about, well, first, there's, like, you know, the action adventure element, which even if it's trying to be Indiana Jones uh, and it's not, it's, like, there's still something, like, potential there. There's something cool and, like, kind of magical about, like, ancient Egypt um, and, like, the pyramids and, like, um, all of that stuff. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I might I might be down for it if it, the preview comes out or the trailer comes out for 2019. So the funny thing is, so obviously the movie did get remade, what, two years ago? I didn't see it. Did you see it? No. <laughs> so that's my question. <laughs> I guess that's that's an answer. That's the answer to the question right there, right? That was the fourth one? Uh, No, 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 no. This was the one that they completely remade with Tom Cruise called oh, The Mummy. yeah. I skipped that. Where uh, the girl, the villain from Kingsman, the one that had the the knife legs. Oh yeah, yeah. Was the mummy? Yeah, fully didn't see that. I don't remember. Exactly. I mean, I, I vaguely remember that, but I definitely didn't see it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I think seeing that, seeing the trailer for that, I was like, no, nah, I'm not in. I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan. But I don't know if you just take this exact movie with the exact same people. If if I'm in in 2019. I don't think I am. I don't think there's many movies that you could take from that long ago and just say like put that exactly in 2019 and have in you you know you'd be hyped for it. Yeah, there are some. There are some obviously, but yeah. Sure. Um but I'm I ride for this movie. I fucking own this movie. Like I love yeah. this movie for all of its corniness and like flaws. 
Yeah. Even though I can fully say it's not a good movie. Yeah. Better than Van Helsing. Yes, definitely better than Van Helsing. But that I, movie definitely does not hold hold up. I also love that movie. Yeah, same here. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the next the next scene is introduction to the Americans slash boat ride. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a more like a a larger or a poorer representation of like Americans in a movie than oh, this? Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure there has well, been, but okay. this one's pretty bad. So we're not talking like American History X. Okay, I'm not talking about <laughs> something like that. I'm talking about a tongue in cheek movie where it's just like cliche yeehaw. Let me shoot my 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 uh, my revolver. This is this is about as cliche as it gets. Yeah, this one's pretty pretty far up there. It doesn't do any favors for like just in general like cliche stereotype uh, characters like like the warden, who's like the Egyptian dude who literally goes la 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 at some oh, point. Oh god, he's my favorite. <laughs> they call him Stinky, and he's like yep. trying to like have uh, sexual advances towards Evie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That dude is my favorite. All right. So then you also, within the boat ride, I had like, I'm watching the scene and I just have like a, a an epiphany, right? Mm. Is 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 Benny the most untrustworthy person in any movie ever? Yeah. Like you just look at him and you're like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dude's not to be trusted. No. Voice, look at like the way he looks, his general like schlubbiness and kind of greasy look. Yeah. Can't trust he him. He just, he looks shifty. He's got shifty eyes. Yeah, shifty eyes, unkempt. Yeah, the greasiness. You think people yeah. are offering him cocaine? Probably. probably. I mean, he might. He's probably selling the cocaine. Would you buy from him? No. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't buy from anybody uh, on the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want this to get to the authorities. I don't know how it works when you're international, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it works either. Okay. Well, you're good. You're in the clear. Um, fun fact: the dude who played Benny is also the guy who played Igor in Van Helsing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that. You can't. You can tell from the voice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, I mean, if... Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. All right. Second scene, or excuse me, third scene, is the warden gets attacked by the scarab beetle. This is the one where he, like, plucks it off the wall? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he does the... Ah, la, la, la. And then, yeah, he, like, picks it up and looks to the side <laughs> yes. as he's, like, uh, mocking, like, one of the... Like, hieroglyphics or whatever yeah is it a what is it a cardouche i don't know that's yeah, definitely not the right that's that's probably not the right word i feel like not definitely not but yeah and then so in again in 99 when that fucking scarab goes into his body and you see like the lump moving around i was like holy shit this is like next level movie making yeah i will say that it's still there's something like just creepy about like a thing being under your skin for sure that even though the like uh, CGI isn't amazing. Agreed. Like just watching it yesterday, I was just like, "Oh God, this is not good." Okay, so I'm gonna go on a Bobby Leonard rant or little rant Ooh. here. Have you seen the trailer to Scary Stories We Tell in the Dark or Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the new uh, Guillermo del Toro movie from the book that was like popular when we were kids? Yeah, yeah. There is a scene in the trailer where the girl is in the bathroom and she has something under her skin and it looks like a big pimple and mm-hmm. she's going to squeeze it and a hair comes out. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of like this. Like anything yeah. under the skin, it's hard for me to watch. There's a serious creep factor for it. Yeah. It's like a am uncomfortable. Right. Uh, next scene is the locust slash Emotep is resurrected. <laughs> what are you laughing about? That one's that one's amusing to me because like um, <laughs> like they're 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 basically like, you know, 
grasshoppers, right? They're like Correct. bugs flying through. And there's that, I don't know his name, the other guy who is like the other scholar for the American people who, who the originally finds the Book of the Dead. Dude, the narrator from fucking Anaconda. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, like the grasshoppers come flying through and he's just like sitting on the ground, yeah. like holding the book, like, and there's bugs on him. And he's, ah, oh, fuck. What does he say? He like screams, uh, doesn't he? Or I, I, like something about, I told you not to open the book or something. I, yeah, I told you not to open the book. And it's just like, what are you doing? Just move. They're bugs. <laughs> he's dude. got the fez on. Yeah. Oh God. It's so good. Um, when are we going to do an Anaconda podcast or yeah, an Anaconda discussion? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, dude. We gotta put it on the schedule. You gotta tell me you're not down for that. Yeah, definitely. That movie is terrible. Yeah, that's a pretty bad one. <laughs> I'm so. We got to do it. Yeah, I love. But I'm, he, he, I love I'm down. that movie. I was just gonna say I I actually wrote it down. And it took me a second to find it, but he says, "What have we done?" <laughs> that's right. He's saying he's like, "What have we done?" Yeah, I think he's he, like holding the book. I think he yells before that, "Don't open the book," or "You sh- don't read from the book," or something. No, like yeah, he's like, "You mustn't read from the book." <laughs> that guy oh, sucks. So yeah, that guy does he, suck. I keep. Oh, dude, he's the he's the fucking butler in Richie Rich. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What another? What another? What another great movie, movie. dude. Richie Rich is amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Macaulay Culkin. Is he dead? Uh, rest in peace, Macaulay Culkin. No, he's definitely not dead. He has a podcast that I listen to. I mean, isn't he though? <laughs> he has a pretty good podcast. I think it's called like Bunny Ears. Is he? Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Maybe I'll check it out. All right. So within that scene, I have uh, some of my favorite parts of that scene is when when Evie runs into Mr. Burns, which I love that his name is Mr. Burns, the dude who loses his eyes and tongue. Oh, I didn't know that was his name. Yeah, Mr. Burns. Okay. Uh, and then when, when she comes face-to-face with Emotep. Again, mm-hmm. special effect. I was like, holy shit, look at that. He looks real. Yeah. <laughs> Def, it looks like shit now, dude. It looks terrible, yeah. And then the final scene is the fi- is the last battle, which I just literally put, it's it's good because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> like oh, with, oh, The last battle? Yeah, like with all the fucking... The, the, uh, the mummies that come out that are his like priests uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and that are clearly practical people. They're people just dressed in like bandages. Mm-hmm. And then J- uh, Rick O'Connell is just taking matches and like lighting them on people's faces <laughs> to like, like the dynamite. It's just so ridiculous. It's so good. Yeah. All right. You have any I'm scenes you, you want to add to that? I can go over them again. Cause I know we, we went on a couple of tangents. So it's Rick O'Connell in a Hamanoptera introduction to the American slash boat ride. Warden gets attacked by a scarab beetle. A locust, Emotep is resurrected, and the final battle. It's like a really close draw for me between the final battle for the reasons that you mentioned, which the whole <laughs> thing is, is ridiculous. Right. Yeah, you can kind of get by with the CGI. It's all terrible, but at the end, I feel like it's just like is peak bad. Right. Um, so it's a, it's, a close, it's a close tie between that one and then just the, the two-second scene of the warden hold doing the like side profile view of <laughs> and that's your favorite scene of the whole movie oh yeah yeah it's like one of the most memorable scenes for me uh yeah it's pretty good i like that one uh, i like the boat ride scene because you kind of see all the characters yeah and yeah, i just i enjoy that scene i like the when they're on the when they all jump off the boat and uh benny's like oh you don't have any fucking horses <laughs> and uh rick brennan frazier's like well i guess you, but you're on the wrong side of the river yeah Okay, they're in the river in Egypt. Got to be gators, right? 
I yeah, there must be and right? hippos, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, I played a lot of Assassin's Creed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there might be. The most, what is it? Uh, I can't remember which Assassin's Creed is set in Egypt, but there's definitely hippos. Yeah. And gators. Gators for sure. Okay. This movie's rated PG-13. Isn't it very, like really, really violent? Like, there's no uh, blood. Yeah, there's no blood. But there's no, it's not gory. But Rick O'Connell, Brendan Fraser's character, literally shoots everything. Yeah. And they never run out of bullets, by the way. Yeah, that's is a classic movie gun thing going on. He shoots, ev- he screams at everything, and he shoots everything. <laughs> it's true. He does <laughs> a lot of screaming. Everything's already dead, though, that he shoots at. Well, most things, anyway. I mean, he's in the French Foreign Legion fucking up Egyptians. Not dead. <laughs> true. <laughs> he never kills Benny, though. Like, how does yeah. Benny never get it? <sighs> I don't know. Benny's lucky. That's how Benny's made it this far in life. <laughs> I like when he's got all the different religious talons or whatever <laughs> they are. And he's like speaking all the different languages. I don't know why that yeah. scene makes me laugh too. I Same thing. I agree. When he starts speaking think, like Mandarin, it, it gets me. I, I think it's just like because it's a, a great example of like Benny's personality, which is like he's fully prepared like for whatever shit goes down. And he has no allegiance to anyone. No. No, no, it's the best. Purely selfish motivated. All right, standout performances. I mean, who are you going to pick in this, man? Like, there's only... I picked Brendan Fraser as Rick O'Connell and Rachel Weisz as Evie. Yeah. Because I think everybody else is in such a supporting role that you wouldn't yeah. pick any of them for, like, the best performance. But that's who I got. I would say just by default, it's got to be Brendan Fraser. Yeah. But... Is it Fraser or Fraser? I think it's Fraser. There, there's no Z in that, is there? I don't know. I feel like I remember hearing in the past that there was some wacky it could be. pronunciation. Could be. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just call him Brendan. Okay. <laughs> Done. So for me, he's he's got to be the top performance. But has there been a more attractive woman in any movie ever than Rachel Weisz in this movie? I don't know what it is. If there's like, if it's like, uh, like a cute or like adorable plus like sweet plus like she's kind of badass and she's like, British and she's British. She's just like hitting on all cylinders. She's crazy attractive. I have a theory. Okay, so it's she's a relatively unknown. Okay, at that point, so you you don't know what to expect. She's super attractive. She's a librarian. <laughs> Her character mm-hmm. is actually written well. Like she is kind of the heroine of the movie and mm-hmm. she's british yeah it's all it's all right there yeah I, I think that plus like the fact that she's like kind of badass for me like yeah. it's just yeah super attractive the only person I, I think i've ever thought like was more attractive in a movie was cameron diaz in the mask that was pete cameron diaz uh yeah 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 Did she yeah but also Watching this movie, I was struck with how handsome Brendan Fraser was. He's a really good-looking dude. Not anymore. I haven't seen him recently. In the movie, he's a really good-looking dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can see why he... Because, dude, at this point in this in his career, he's a legit movie star. Yeah. Like, yeah. he... I mean, he's in your movie... What is it? Bedazzled? What is it? Yeah. Called? Yep. <laughs> how much do you love that movie? Uh, I love it a lot. It's That's really high on my guilty pleasures list. Like, how, well. how high? Fuck. I don't know. That might be in like the top five. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
What? What? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, you're you're you have a cell phone picture of a uh, Brendan up to the camera right now, and he hasn't aged very well. It's not a good look, right? Nah, it's not a good look. But in this movie, good look. Super handsome, ultra charming. Yeah, not great. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I think you hit both of them. Which is weird because Rachel Weisz has turned like actually turned into a really good actress. She was nominated for an Academy Award this year, so she's gone on to have a really good career. Where Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser, after this movie or after the series in general, kind of took a his career kind of took a shit. Hmm. I mean, he did make that Looney Tune movie, which nobody saw. And George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle, I think, was before this. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in, I mean, Encino Man. He was in Crash, which was nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards yeah. after this. Obviously, the he was in the trilogy of these. Um, he was in fucking School Ties. Act like you didn't like School Ties. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Okay. What do you think, a quick thought, what do you think the likelihood is that Beth has seen Encino Man? Uh, I would bet my, a finger. A finger, like, okay. I would be willing like to that. cut a finger off. Okay. Did you just text I mean, her? her dude's in it. <laughs> no, yeah, I should. Her dude's in it. Yeah, yeah, Sean Astin. For sure she's yeah, seen yeah. Encino Man. Okay. Yeah, and right, Polly Shore's right. in it. The Weasel. Yep. No the squeezing weasel. the juice. No, yep. <laughs> so who's your standout performance in the movie? Uh, It's the same thing. It's like, it's just between the two of them. Okay. I don't know that I could pick one or the other. All right, so it's not Kevin, Kevin O'Connor who plays Benny? He does definitely doesn't look like a Kevin. Uh, there's some movie magic or a lot of makeup or something going on. So next category, the Jamie Foxx Award for overacting. Uh, I mean, we could put everybody in the movie, right? Yeah, I think so. But I'm not going to. <laughs> but realistically, like, again, everybody's shooting their shot. Everybody's just going for it in this movie. But I have two people in particular that, that did it. Okay. So a gentleman named Ahmad or Amid Dejali, who is the warden. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Yeah. And then John Hanna is Jonathan. Who's that? Jonathan, the brother. Oh, Evie's oh. brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, both of them are, are really going for it, but I got to say the warden, right? Uh, yeah. If I have to pick one, I'm going warden. Again, for the simple, what's the what's the line he does? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be him. But but John Hanna is definitely trying to get it with just like the cliche, yeah. just douchebag brother, criminal, shyster. Yeah, grifter for sure. Just wants the gold. All right, it's got to be. It's got to be the warden, though. Yeah, I think so too. I got to see what else that guy's been in because I'd probably watch it. I feel like I've seen him in other things. I just can't think of what it would be. Or what I mean, that are. sounds racist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how. I mean, why? Why do you think you've seen him in other things, bro? Because I feel like I've seen him in other movies. Well, let's see. Let's pull up his IMDb. This is good. This is good podcasting right now. Um, he has been in. He's been in 75 movies. He's known for Gladiator, Mamma Mia, uh, Snatch, the TV show Snatch. Uh, that's about it, man. I've never heard of any of these other things. I mean, I, I think I probably remember him from Gladiator. He's been in something called The Infidel, where he plays Muhammad Nasir. That seems a little on the nose. I mean, this is... <laughs> I feel like this is a pretty... Oh, God. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with yeah. this at all. <laughs> where he's eating a bagel. Okay. But it's got to be him, right? Yeah. He, yeah. He's the most overacting person in the movie. Yes. Who did the most of the least? Three people. I have uh, Arnold Vusla, who's Emotep. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connor, 
as Benny mm-hmm. and cats. Cats. <laughs> I don't know that cats can be in the running purely because I don't think they have enough screen time. I mean, but they exactly they did the most with the least. Yeah, but I, you've you've said people can't be in before because they're not in at all, or they're in for only a couple seconds, which I feel like the cats fall into that category. No, no, I've not said the 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 whole essence of this category is who did the most with the least amount of screen time. I've said people can't be in like best performance if they're not in it enough. Mm. This could be a second of screen time, man. All right. I mean, I feel like maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you've shut me down for something before for uh, something so. similar. I think you're having a fever. Uh, that's possible. The cats is a good one. <laughs> um, let's see. Who, who are Let the ones that this. you said? Let me ask you this while you think about it, though. Yeah. I said uh, the dude who plays Emotep and the guy who plays Benny. Yeah. If you find out that the cats, that, that Emotep is afraid of the cats, why not just have cats around all the time? I don't know. And, and what, does that mean cats are good or evil? Because uh, I interpret it as pure evil is afraid of pure evil, like iron sharpens iron. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think they said something about that, right? Isn't there some quote in there about cats are the guardians of the underworld? Could I, be. I don't know if that like implies that they're good or evil. I think he, 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 this this comes from my Harry Potter knowledge um, that that Egyptians worshipped cats. I believe. Yeah. They say that in Harry Potter, so I got to take it as true. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. So you have Emotep, Beanie, Beanie, Benny, <laughs> and cats. Benny is probably my like my my first answer. Yeah, because he does a lot. I, it's got to be Benny. Yeah, yeah. He's not on the screen a lot, but every scene he's in is ridiculous. Right. I'm saying Benny, but close second, cats. Cats. Shout out to Bevan. Shout out to Bevan. <laughs> All right. Does this still hold up? So this is the the category where you watch it now and you're like, does this still work in the movie? Because I don't know if it does. The, so Brendan, go ahead. Go, I was just gonna say the only thing that doesn't <laughs> hold up for me is the CGI. the The story, so, everything else works. Okay, so hold on. So based on what I just showed you with Brendan Fraser, he does not hold up now. Oh yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. But the movie it holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, Rachel Vice's eyebrows. Yeah. They're paper thin. We were in the razor thin. It was thin. the 90s. That wasn't her. Uh, the complete stereotyped character development. Yeah. For every, and basically everybody. Everybody. And then special effects. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going with Rachel Weisz's eyebrows. <sighs> For what Fucking doesn't hold up? Doesn't hold up, dude. Those eyebrows are terrible. Yeah. I can overlook the eyebrows because they just, <laughs> I know it's a, you know, it's a, a time capsule of the 90s and, sure. and I remember those times. Sure, but uh, I gotta say, for me, it's the it's the CGI. It's right, it's really enough. bad. They're ter- It's terrible. Yeah. And then next category is this still holds up. So things that you watch the movie and you're like, this still works. And kind of what you already said. So the the overall like mummy story. Yeah. I think still works. Obviously, they just made it a couple years ago. Uh, monster movies in general. The idea of of you know Frankenstein, the mummy, Invisible Man, like those are great classic movies from Universal. They're just gonna keep pumping those out. Yeah. And then, like you said, the movie in general, like overall, the idea of like this, the adventure, um, like you said, Egypt is really a a cool set piece, like all that stuff still works. You got anything you want to add to that? 
Um, no, I, yeah, I mean, in terms of like stuff that does still work, like I said, I think for me, the, the whole like, yeah, action adventure stuff still totally works. And I think Rachel Vice still holds up. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to ask you actually, this, has she aged um, better than uh, Brendan? Yeah, I mean, she's married to James Bond. She's married to Daniel Craig. Oh, really? James Bond. Yep. And she was, like I said, just nominated for an Academy Award um, in The Favorite. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. She's a she's a fantastic actress. Would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if so, who would he play? I got one person. Oh, I'm. I I had an immediate thought. I'm curious. Emotep. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I like that. Like, I I'm, I got like a quick read on uh, on your yeah. where where your head goes. <laughs> you got anybody else? No. Um. He might he might replace the uh, um, Richie Rich's butler. Okay, I think he could do that. <laughs> I thought maybe he could be the dude who's like Evie's boss, who ends up being part of oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah. the Magi. Yeah, yeah, he could probably do that. Hey, where the fuck is all the Magi in this movie? So you see him, they're cruising around with the main dude, right? The main Magi guy, mm-hmm. and then when shit goes down and they're being chased by these dudes who have like all the fucking boils and everything, where are they at? Yeah, they peaced out, I guess. I don't know. Dude, they've been doing this for 3,000 years. Where the fuck are they And they're at? out. Yeah, they're like, eh, we don't fuck with boils. <laughs> we don't fuck with boils. Major major plot point that bothers me in this movie, though, right? Which is ridiculous because, I mean, come on. Are we really going to nitpick this movie? Why did the pharaoh, because Emotep was, was, was smashing his, his mistress, yeah. okay, why did they essentially give him superpowers <laughs> instead of just killing him and mummifying him? I kind of thought about that as well, but I didn't okay. know if I like misinterpreted the like punishment. No, man, they gave him. He fucking says like the main uh, magi guy tells him to you know he's he's narrating the story at the beginning what they did to him. They gave him fucking superpowers. <laughs> Seems like a bad move. A super bad movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is several thousand years ago. They they just were not making good decisions. I mean, you got you have and and, and where they get all the gold body paint. Uh, I mean, it's probably gold. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I mean, it's probably I mean, gold. The priests are head to toe body paint. Yeah, gold. It, uh, what's her name? Fucking the the girl. What what the hell's her name? Uh, Noxanamun. Noxanamun. Something. Yeah, Noxanamun. Full gold body paint. Yeah. Then she has some like henna fucking tattoos. Yeah. Where they get all that? I mean, I'm probably making it out of plants and gold. I mean, is that conducive to a lifestyle where you're living in sand? No, probably not. But no. they didn't know that. Man, I'm just saying the pharaohs might not have been very smart people. I mean, except for the whole pyramid thing. That was built by aliens. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I mean, I've watched enough fucking History <laughs> Channel. Enough, enough ancient, ancient, uh, ancient aliens. <laughs> With the dude with the crazy hair. I don't hair. want to say it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> I don't want to say it is, but it probably is. All right, most memorable line. The, for a movie, <clears throat> for an adventure movie, action movie, there's not a gr- whole lot of lines in this movie. So what do you got? I got, it's just a book. No harm can come from reading a book. Because that's classic, like, eh, I'm good. We got this. Yeah, yeah. Or we're going to release a plague upon the earth. Yeah. And then I have, know this. The creature is the bringer of death. He will never eat. He will never sleep. He'll never stop. I think that's a cool line. Yeah, yeah. Which goes back to the, why did you make him invincible? Right. 
Uh, and then there's a, it's not a line, but it's a, it's a, like a three sentence dialogue between uh, Rick and Benny. You came from, you came back from the desert with a new friend, didn't you, Benny? Mm-hmm. He says, what friend? You're my only friend. Yeah. You're my only friend, O'Connell. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me laugh. I think that Benny might be like the, uh, the low key winner of this movie. Yeah. And then uh, I like when, when Rick O'Connell is yelling at Benny, I'll be seeing you again. Oh, no, no. He, that's not when he said, he says that to Emotep when he takes Rachel Vice and he points like the, like the, uh, the, the stick on fire, you know? points it at him says i'll be seeing you again mm-hmm. i just thought that was like a cool you know classic corny action movie protagonist type thing yeah yeah, yeah. all right what do you got because you looked at me funny when i said there's not a lot of lines in this movie i yeah i don't have a lot of lines i wrote down right. a few um as i was watching it um the the first two are basically like in the same scene it's the scene where evie uh, does the like domino effect, knocking over the the bookshelves in the library, yeah. and uh, that that guy, whatever his name is, um, he says, "Give me frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you." Compared to the other plagues, co- compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Man. Something like that. Yeah, that's dick. rough. It's a dick move. But I feel like he wasn't nearly upset enough for her essentially knocking over everything in the whole fucking library. Yeah, destroying like the entire library. Entire. Yeah. Um, okay. And then after that, I think like a second or a few seconds later, he says, when Ramses destroyed Syria, that was an accident. You're a catastrophe. <laughs> also a dick move. Um, but very attractive. <clears throat> but very attractive. Yeah. So, you know, you can get away with it. Uh, when the warden tells um, <laughs> O'Connell, I'd pay 100 pounds just to see him. Or no, uh, he tells that to Evie. Right, right, and he's when they're gonna like they're hanging yeah. O'Connell. He says, "I'd pay a hundred pounds just to see him hang." Like the way he says it, it's just like I basically wanted this guy to die, and I'd pay for it. So one of my favorite like low key parts of the movie is when she's like, "What did he do?" And he's like, "I didn't know. I asked the same <laughs> question." And he said he just wanted to have a good time. Yep. <laughs> like why he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Super good. The warden is amazing. Too. Yeah, the warden's good. And they're all fucking laughing at him when he tries to hit on her. Oh, yeah. And she, like, turns him down and everybody starts laughing. Yep. The, yeah, the whole, the mob. I've never been to a hanging, but I don't think that's how it works. Uh, Yeah, I don't know that I have any comment there. I've not been to a, a hanging either. Yeah, that's Thankfully. probably Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Other, other stuff I wrote down. There's, like, a cool action hero quote from uh, McConnell where he says, I only gamble with my life, never my money. <laughs> Classic American. Classic American. Mm-hmm. Or um, French Foreign Legion. Or, yeah, yeah, one or the other. Let's yeah. see. Um, and then I think the, the only other thing that uh, wasn't already mentioned is uh, Evie telling O'Connell, I think this is on the boat, she says, the only thing that scares me, O'Connell, are your manners. <laughs> but she's vibing. But she's vibing. Super vibing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. I I think for me though it is you came back from the desert with a new friend, didn't you? He's like, "What friend? You're my only friend." Yeah, because it's Benny. That's a really good one. I might actually go with that one too. All right. So, yeah, good job, man. There's actually some some funny lines in this movie that yeah. I didn't even think about. There's one more that I just thought of. Go for it. Um there there's there it, I got it. It's the whole I didn't write this down. I'm just trying to remember it. I think it's the scene where they're like first in opening the like sarcophagus or whatever. Yep. Um and somebody says, like, I've never seen a mummy that looks like this. He's still juicy. Yeah. 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 They open up. Uh, no, they're like, is he supposed to look like yeah, this? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? And both 
Jonathan and, and Rick are like, he's still juicy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> the word juicy, the word moist, Ooh. those all bother me. Oh, are you a moisty? That, yuck. I, I, it doesn't, like, make me physically uncomfortable. It's just I don't like that word. Hmm. I'm okay with it's it. It's weird, right? Well, I, I actually sort of enjoy it because people don't like it. I'm not like one of those people that it's like makes my skin crawl. There's only one word in the in the dictionary, or I don't even know if it's in the dictionary, <laughs> in the English language that bothers me, uh, and that's the C word, mm-hmm. which I think any self-respecting person should not like that word. But uh, I digress. <laughs> Moist does not bother me. I just don't like it as a. I don't know when I've ever said the uh, used it in a, in a for for describing something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a muffin. Yeah, I was just going to say, eating cake. I don't know if I've said it about cake. So moist. That sound, dude, you sound so creepy. <laughs> it's I, so creepy. I didn't know. You're I, a fucking creep. <laughs> Go get some cocaine. I didn't know you were a moisty. I might, uh, <laughs> I might have to use that I don't, later. I don't even know what that is. Oh, you've never heard that? Yeah, that's I, like the name for people who, who have a reaction to the word moist. Call them moisties. I know people, I've heard that people don't like that word. Just saying the word doesn't bother me, but I think it, again, maybe it's the, it's depending on who says it. Mm. You said it; it sounds creepy. Mm. I mean, it makes sense though, right? Like totally innocent. You're like sitting down at a little bakery, or maybe somebody just made it. You're at the house. Nicolette just made some uh, Betty oh, Crocker. Pull it out of the oven. Wait for it to cool off. Take your first bite. So moist. Why you got to say it like that, though? <laughs> I'm just saying that's how I would... You changed, like, the tone of your voice, that's, everything. That's how I would do it if I was, like, I just took the bite of the uh of I would the say, like, oh, this muffin is really moist. I wouldn't be, like, so moist. <laughs> like, you're a fucking creep. All right. <laughs> is that going to be the hashtag of this pod? Uh, the uh, moist comment? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. maybe. Hey, did you listen to the last pod, the pop culture pod? Yeah, for sure. Did you have a visceral reaction to Rob hawking a loogie? Oh, God. Yes, I did. You're like, that's enough. We don't need to hear that shit. <laughs> and he's like, I like to give you like sound effects or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was a lot. I was waiting because as soon as he started talking about it, I was like, he's not going to do it. Oh, he fucking did it. <laughs> I tried to intervene immediately. Yep. But I couldn't cut it out because it would have like the flow of the conversation would have been all fucked up. Yeah disgusting yeah. you're a disgusting human being bobby the brain <laughs> um he's gonna do that now when he's out here yeah probably we gotta buy him beer right when he's out here uh i mean you're we're gonna be in san diego so there's gonna be beer everywhere there is gonna be beer everywhere he's specific he likes stone brewery a lot yeah, we head, head to stone we could head to stone one night but again i'm on like a tight schedule dude because the baby yeah that's true and i mean i'm not leaving comic-con to go to fucking stone brewery yeah, you might not. Bobby might. How's Bobby going to get to Escondido, bro? Is it that far away? Uh, that's where the, the one was like that we went to dinner at. Yeah. I thought there was and one I closer. For birthday. I hope the man Which will is, find some beer. I don't think he's that picky. The man will find some beer. Yeah. We're good. I think he's just coming to enjoy the company. Right. right? That's right. right. We got to get you your first photo op with a celebrity. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to get you out of your comfort zone. I'm feeling anxious already. How many people are we going to see that you know? Uh, probably not that many because there's going to be so many people there that... That's true. Yeah, just, we're not going to see true. anybody I know. We got to get you a picture with somebody. 
Oh God! Nobody from Vikings though. My hands you said how terrible sweaty. that show is. I didn't say how terrible it was. You said it's the Fisher Price of Game of Thrones. I said it was the Fisher Price version of Game of Thrones. I did say that. Yeah, that's not a compliment. I mean, I don't know. Fisher Price is a very successful brand. You said I'm not gonna watch. I watched four episodes. Nothing happened. I'm good. Which is just ridiculous. It felt slow. I mean, I said it I might g- be slow. I felt I. I gave it another shot because I did watch it while I was pretty fucked up on the the Italian plague. Slow doesn't always mean bad though on shows. There are shows that are that it's heavy dialogue, they are sh- slower shows. It doesn't mean it's bad. Again, I guess it depends on how you're interpreting it. I'm not saying that this is not how you're going to ultimately feel about this show, but there are shows that are slow like Game or uh, Breaking Bad season 1 is a slow season, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, I'll, I'll give it another shot. I mean, do you, bro? Yeah. But just don't ask to get a photo with Catherine Winnick at Comic Con. No, she's too attractive. I wouldn't want to be. Gonna, I wouldn't want to stand next to her anyway. I'll fucking call you up. <laughs> I don't get. Yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't do it. This fucker doesn't even like your show. <laughs> yeah. And oh she's no. Be like, I don't oh really no. Care. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. She'd be like, Who? Who are you? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That's how I just assumed they would all respond. So that's to be expected. Yeah, we'll see. Uh... Next category. <laughs> Holy fuck, we're still going through categories. We're still doing a podcast. Okay. <laughs> the Samwise Gamgee Award for Biggest Wet Blanket. It's Evie. Oh, is it Evie? I mean, who else is it? What, what are the, what are the, what's the examples of why she's a wet the, blanket? Everything is like, oh, I don't know if we should be doing this. Oh, I don't know if we're going to do this. Like trying to pack up, like I'm not leaving. I got to handle this. Like get the fuck out of here. We got to go. She's just got, like, a wet blanket vibe. If you think about it, I guess she's not a total wet blanket because yeah. she's the one who, like, initiates everything. Yeah. So maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm being jaded by the librarian, British, very attractive, and just kind of just, you know, easygoing vibe. Yeah, I don't I don't pick up wet blanket from, all right. from her at I'm all. wrong. I'm completely yeah. wrong. I get a wet blanket vibe from the guy after he loses his eyeballs and tongue. <laughs> 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 that guy's a wet blanket. He's got no eyes, bro. I know. He's got Mr. Burr's got no tongue. I mean, that's his own fault. Hey, when when Benny and Emotep go to meet with him and they're portraying him as a prince. <laughs> yeah. Two questions. Why does the why does Mr. Burns think a prince is gonna come to see him? Yeah. And how does he not know that's Benny's voice? Yeah. It seems a little a little obvious. And then why is he like he's blind and doesn't he try and like pour him some tea or coffee or something? Yeah, dude. Yeah. What? How does he sound when he's trying to talk again? When he's got no tongue? Yeah. <laughs> he's like all mopey and it's just he's like. He's got no eyes, yeah. dude. What do you think he's going to be like? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. He kinda... tried to come to Egypt to come get some riches. He fucking ends up coming with no eyeballs and no tongue. Kind not of, a good trip. Kind of a wet blanket. Dude, you're lucky you don't, in your fucking Portugal fucking hostel, this didn't happen. You're a Colombian hostel. It's true. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Dude, that's why we need the wellness checks. Yeah, I know. It's all fun and games, so you lose your fucking tug to an ancient Egyptian fucking priest. Yep, fuck around. Fuck around. All right, what do you wish there was more of in this movie? I got one thing. What's that? I want to know what happened to Rick O'Connell to get him to be arrested. Yeah, yeah. I need like a five-minute scene of that. 
Maybe not even five minutes. Yeah, a little, just a little bit of teaser. Like a flashback. Like he was drunk. He's trying to remember, like, what happened? He's telling Evie the story, something like that. That would be good. Uh, I can't think of anything else that I want more of, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty uh, flushed out movie. Yeah. You know, you're not missing a whole lot of things. It's pretty long, to too, say. right? It's like a two-hour movie. It's like 210. Yeah, yeah, it's long. Yeah. All right, whose movie is this? So I have Brendan Fraser, and I kind of have the whole mummy. You know, it built a. This movie built a. A five movie, four movie franchise. Yeah. So, that's who I got. Yeah. I would say it's, it's. I think of just the Mummy franchise before I think of Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I might, I might, I might agree with that. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. For this question, it's always hard for me. I know you always have like one of these answers of like it's something outside the movie that the movie belongs to. Sure. Um, I, I, Not always, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't ever feel that way. Um, okay. Because I just think about like, yeah, whose movie is it within the like context of the movie? Yeah. Um, in which, which is fine. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just what you think. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just like how I, I, my interpretation of the question, how I feel about it. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then yeah, it's like a toss up between, between O'Connell and and Eby. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Or the you could throw out the uh, I forget the name the name of Mr. the Mr. Burns. No, the three thousand year old protector group. The Magi. The Magi. There we go. Because <laughs> every time I see that guy in something else, I'm always like, oh, it's the dude from the Mummy. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't know that any character is better in any of the Mummy movies than the black dude who's the hot air balloon pilot in the second. <laughs> oh guys, so, I just watched that one recently too. The second one. <laughs> Somehow they're all on the on TV this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all on like USA Network. Hmm. I think they're all on Netflix too, or at least the first yeah. two. Well, unfortunately, I own the first two. Mm. And I almost rebought them in 4K so I could watch them just for this. So I already own them. I was going to rebuy them oh, in 4K. God. But you have to buy the trilogy, which includes the Emperor one, and I'm good. Nightmare scenario. Nightmare scenario. All right. So last question in every podcast, movie discussion like this. The Mummy underrated overrated properly rated i can read you the scores again not that rotten tomatoes is is everything it just gives us a baseline because i know you like a baseline of kind of what general public think mm. 58 percent critics 75 percent audience i feel like it's like right on the money which one uh i mean i feel like as as a whole for the two groups those are both on the money like i see the the critics not giving it you know, overly gracious scores for a bunch of reasons, yeah. but but it's also like, um, yeah, it's like a classic from the nineties. It's a little time classic capsule. The... All right, uh, all right, but which one do you personally like? Which 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 one do you skew towards? I would lean towards the fans' score, seventy five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would be somewhere like in the middle. So for me, I think it would be. I think this movie's properly rated. Yeah, you know, I think this is an oddly important movie in in cinema. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it it does. It started like a franchise of a massive franchise that made a ton of money, and that kind of reinvigorated like Universal as a as a as a production company mm-hmm. again. So I think it has like an important place in cinema, which sounds stupid. It does sound stupid, but I can see it. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. 
All right. You got anything else you want to add to this or what? No. I, I mean, th- that, I think that's a wrap on the mummy. Yeah, I think that's it. We, we talked about a lot. All right. Uh, so got to get your ticket to Comic-Con. Got to get my ticket to Comic-Con. Not ticket to Comic-Con, your ticket to yeah. fly. Because unfortunately, we're not going to all have badges. Yep. So we're going to have to figure that situation out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Agreed. I mean, I'm just, I didn't know what was going on there. You're like looking and smiling. I didn't know if you had like some announcement that you got fucking badges or something, but I can't imagine you do. No, I don't, I don't have any badges, okay. I, but it's easy enough to get a plane ticket. So <laughs> how disappointed is Bobby going to be though? If you don't come down now, I mean, I'm going to come down. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be there. I mean, yeah, I'll be there. Are we, we going to task you with finding a uh, Airbnb? Um, if I get some dates, yeah, I can give me some, mm-hmm. give me some dates mm-hmm. and I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was, lo- I mean, we can talk about this off. We can, we can take this, uh, <laughs> offline as they say, mm. but I was looking at some Airbnbs and is there like some shady shit on Airbnb? Like, can you get swindled on there? Uh, I mean, I don't want to say that's like impossible because I'm sure somebody has yeah. somehow gotten hoodwinked. Uh, but like in general, it's pretty good. I've never had a bad experience and I've used it quite a bit. Because right, I was looking at some of them around like that area for Comic-Con, and a lot of them, and they're in different locations, have a lot of very similar, if not the exact same pictures. Hmm. So. Yeah, there, there's always weird stuff when when you're like trying to book something around the, an event. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we might have to stay off-site then. Yeah. That's yeah. going to suck. Yeah. Or we can all just camp out in Hall H line but not actually go into Hall H. Okay. I mean, I know you're okay with that. Yeah. We could just catch a sleeping bag. Okay, just sleeping bag. Beth's not going to be okay with that, though. No, for sure. She takes an hour to get ready in the morning, bro. I believe that. It's my worst nightmare. Yes. We're going to have to be like, hey, I'm out. We're going to have to meet up. You can I catch can't up wait for later. an hour. I can't wait an hour. Or she gets up an hour before everybody else gets up. Although, I can't imagine she wakes up that early. I mean, I wake up super early. That's what I'm that's saying. The problem. She'd have to wake up really early to wake up before the two of us. Yeah, like my routine is get up, fucking catch a, you know, brush my teeth. And like head out and like walk around for a little bit while there's nobody out and it's, you know, nice and cool. Yeah. I still got my fucking PJs on pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I like to do: walk around, maybe catch a coffee. I don't know, take some photos. Yeah. So. All right, we'll see how it goes. If we're all four going to be four, four or five <clears throat> people going to be staying in one Airbnb, I might have to walk off site to take like a shit. <laughs> you can't do that when everybody's around, right? I mean, if we're all staying at the same place, like you know, sometimes we you might have, to have rules. Just saying, man. All right. Well, this was fun. I'm glad you're not dead. I'm glad to have you back on the pod. What are we doing next? Are we doing Matrix next? Um, I mean, that's we've been talking about the Matrix for like two months. Yeah, it's also that's also a 20 year film. 20 year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So we should probably yeah. probably get that going soon. All right. And you're gonna see some movies this month, so we can do a movie recap pod. Yeah. I don't know if I can do see anything this weekend, but um, I can. Yeah, I have to catch up for uh, a few, so we can have our what? next. I would suggest going to see X-Men before it gets taken out of the movies, movie theater already. It didn't it just come out? It's a bomb, dude. Yeah, I know. I saw the the little data point or whatever that it's like been It's projected performed. to make like $38 million or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Which $34 million. Yikes. Which is the <clears throat> low will be the lowest opening almost by half of what the next lowest X-Men movie was. I don't understand how the whole like opening weekend money making thing works um, because like people need to see it to know that it's bad. 
Right? Not necessarily. I mean, you can tell if it's not going to be good based on the trailer. I mean, you can that, – okay, that's that's not correct. Yeah. You can get a idea that it's not going – a preconceived notion based on the marketing material that it's not going to be bad, which will then make you not want to see it. Then someone will have to – like word of mouth will change your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I saw it, and I will leave my opinion to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. So – but I did, you know – Seen Booksmart recently, uh, Rocket Man recently, fucking X Men. So we can talk about all that shit. Okay. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you being on and uh, get better. Don't die on us. Thanks, buddy. And maybe we'll see you uh, next month. Yep. We'll find a new all opportunity right. to uh, use the word moist. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. All right, guys. With that, we are done with our mummy discussion. Uh, do you like this movie? Do you like The Mummy Returns? Hopefully you don't like Dragon Emperor, whatever that shit is. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Damien for being on. Uh, as always, ask you guys for those five-star reviews on iTunes, which I guess now is Apple Podcast. Um, give us the like, rate, review, subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Podbean. Uh, you can also follow us uh, on Instagram, at the Morning Geekdom. Uh, also on Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Shoot us an email if you guys want to discuss any show topics, general feedback on the uh, episode, tell me how much I suck, whatever you want to do. The Morning Geekdom at gmail.com. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>